It's time for a Spotlight Interview on Anchor Talk. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Davidson, and I've got with me my brother Dave Davidson. Great to have you today, Dave. Hey, Dan, great to hear your voice, and it's great to be on Anchor Talk with Dr. Dan. Hey, speaking of voices, uh, we just announced yesterday uh, and through today a new book project that I know we're both very excited about. It's called Anchor Voices, and the idea is that we, we are going to kind of crowdsource uh, all around uh, audio submission on Anchor, a book project. Now, you can write a book or you can talk a book. And we want to just kind of test getting audio submissions for a book and having the whole Anchor community be a part of this. And, Dave, I know you and I have really uh, just loved publishing for over 20 years, both traditional publishing and self-publishing. This is a fun idea, and I know one you're very excited about as well, aren't you? Yeah, Dan. I mean, it's it's a great thought to to think that you could talk a book. I mean, a lot of us do uh, podcasting or listen to podcasting. My show is called Search Up with Dave Davidson. And the neat thing about Anchor, of course, when you interview someone, you have the transcription service. But you can always, if you want to, Take your podcast and have maybe someone else transcribe it, and that can be really kind of some working points of of the written word in a book. And so, Dan, how do you see uh, multiple contributors uh, taking part in this Anchor Voices uh, project with so many different voices and ideas? Well, uh, my you know, this started with a theme that I put on Anchor Talk a couple of days ago. What would Da Vinci do if he had the Anchor app and he had access to this technology and the Internet and publishing and everything? What would he do? And I literally was thinking outside the box, like like we often say, think wow. And as Seth Godin says, poke the box. Just, just, just find out new things. And Da Vinci is inspiring to us both because he was so uh, amazing and that he just, he just thought and he created constantly. And so the idea was to take submissions by audio. And I like what you said, Dave. We we can speak and we think about traditionally writing a book, but we are actually talk authors, all of us. We can talk a book. So uh, we can take – what we're doing is asking people to call in to the Anchor Talk Station in one minute or less and give actual audio submissions that will be part of the book. So uh, that's just going to be a new way to do it. And the, the, the second thing that we've realized since we kind of put this idea out is that we're going to save those call-ins, and they can be an actual part of a future audio book about the book that were the original submissions. I mean, that's kind of cool. And, Dan, i got to give you credit for uh, kind of making that connection because I've never heard of an audio book with, like, to multiple authors, let alone like dozens and dozens, and, and even an albeit possibly short uh, submission. I mean, that's kind of a neat thing. You know, you, you think of a neat uh, call-in radio station that you'd want to listen to. This would be like evergreen material, something that would not be outdated, and that right. people hear in months and years to come as they learn about podcasting or docucasting, they would get this advice. I mean, you know, Dan, we were talking about the Dummies series the other day, which was a great, you know, tutorial-type topical uh, addressing uh, book line, addressing different topics. I mean, it's great that you get an expert to do maybe 
a book on architecture or uh, landscaping or whatever that topic is. But I think even more so, it would be neat to hear from different experts and people in different realms of the experience of podcasting, whether they're uh, beginners, intermediate, advanced, just to kind of hear their two cents. I mean, our, our paper here in Des Moines, Iowa, has a section called My Two Cents Worth, and you can kind of tweet in or write this in. This is actually before tweets. I'm sure their, their section's even bigger now. But it's just kind of like, let's hear your advice. Uh, as photographers, Dan, you and I, we love to hear quotes from other photographers, tips, hacks. And so this really sets the stage to give the anchor community and primarily listeners of your station a chance to get their voice out. And as we compile it, it's going to be an amazing project. Well, we've already had a lot of great positive feedback, some call-ins. We have episode uh, episode 54 is all about the Anchor Voices Project. So I will summarize it this way. Dave, we, we plan to take uh, submissions for the next two months, up through October 31st, and our projected date to have it on Amazon is November 15th. It will be a print-on-demand book. But we're also going to make this book available is a free PDF to all Anchor members. So uh, it's just going to be a lot of ways to use this. It's going to be about Anchor. The title is going to be Anchor Voices. That's the working title. Working subtitle kind of slash organizational format is going to be in three things, creation, community, and connection with the audio Anchor app. So there's a lot of different ways we can go with this. And, And you know, when people have heard my description on it uh, with my segment and podcast uh, in the last day, they've kind of just been honest to say, yeah, I just, at first I didn't understand it, but now I'm kind of seeing it. Well, it's something new. And so I really think this is going to take shape and it's going to go in the direction of the anchor members. And so this is a fluid thing that we are giving kind of an openness to. It's kind of like getting the ship out of the harbor and then letting the anchor voices themselves uh, adjust the sales along the way. Absolutely, Dan, and I'll, I'll back you up on that theory. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, and most influential media company in the world does not create their own content. It's Facebook. Their users create the content. The largest great point. Uh, uh, hotel and motel uh, lodge, we'll say lodging company in the world, Airbnb. They do not create their own uh, entities, or they don't own any business. Uh, uh, you know properties. It's their members who put their properties out. And the same thing can be said for Uber uh, and, and the things like that. The company doesn't own uh, many vehicles, if, if just but a few for a test uh, idea. All that to say, Dan, is this project will take shape like kind of a, 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 an amoeba or filling in the gap <laughs> by, by, the, by the members. And Dan, Here's one, if you're, if you're looking for uh, inspiration, you don't know where to start, Dan, you kind of recoin, remix the term instead of a shout-out. You talked about a shout-about the other day. I want you to explain what that is because, if anything, at the lowest denomination, it could just be a way for you to plug your station and how you got into uh, podcasting. Right. A shout-about, uh, the idea is one minute or less, which is the call-in, is that you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your profile, your station, your your theme, uh, and we learn about you. Now, the more people we can get to do shout-abouts, and they, all you have to do is call in to Anchor Talk, in the next 61 days, we can feature, we can have those peppered, you know, throughout the book, Anchor Voices. I mean, that'd be pretty cool just to learn 
about lots of stations, lots of people, lots of anchor voices. And, Dan, so, we're helping families here because, you know, last Thanksgiving it was pretty tough around the Thanksgiving table because the politics were really dividing. And how cool would it be to go to Thanksgiving dinner and say, hey, I'm part of a book called Anchor Talk. Oh, I'm sorry, Anchor Voices, rather. you got to check it out on Amazon. It's because I submitted this, this uh, podcast. That's bringing America together, Dan. I'm telling you, what great timing. Well, you know, one thing that I've learned uh, doing some anchor interviews, which are our series, our goal is to do 100 anchor uh, profile interviews, and I've done 14 of them so far. Absolutely fascinating to get to know the anchor members and the, the diverse backgrounds. We've had, you know, four out of the U.S. Uh, in Canada and the U.K., and you know, I've I've got listeners in Australia, in Spain, in Portugal, and uh, in, in all over the world. That this can be a global project where we all come together and really celebrate our diversity. And there's musicians, and there's social media people, and there's moms, and there's business leaders, and I mean, all walks of life. It's fascinating to see the richness of the Anchor community. And so that's what we want to tap into with Anchor Voices, uh, the book. So, I, And then that's inspiring because you were inspired by the life of Da Vinci, a, a man who never published anything yet wrote things out and his, his uh, notebooks have been uh, sold at Sotheby's uh, auctions for millions of dollars by the one of Mr. Bill Gates and others. And so there's value even if it's just one copy of something. And Dan... I know you're probably about to bring this up, so I'll just help you pre-frame it. It's like some people might be thinking, well, why would you try to do such a project like this? Well, Da Vinci never had an intended audience, so let's talk about that. How could this project unfold, and why are some reasons why we should publish or how we can publish? Well, that's a great question. I mean, if we're kind of thinking in the traditional way and how a book is done, then you might think, well, how is this going to work, and well, what's your intended audience? Matter of fact, someone on Facebook uh, asked that in just a very open, honest way. It's just like, okay, a book about an audio app community. Uh, why and what's the goal and who's your intended audience? And so, again, I will go back to the original inspiration for Da Vinci. And you just mentioned Da Vinci never published anything. He didn't say, hmm, who's my intended audience for this uh, this journal that I'm writing today? No, he just created and so that's really the first inspiration behind this idea and project. So as far as the goal, uh, well, we're going to find out. The goal is to create, and that's that's the first thing in the sea is creation, community, and connection. But as far as in that creative process, I know as a creative person, Dave, sometimes I will have a paralysis of perfectionism or procrastination I have a sense in, in studying uh, about Da Vinci, uh, he just did it. He didn't, you know, stop and say, oh, well, I wonder what people think about this or, you know, what what's my uh, intended goal for this on social media? He just created, you know, and that, that, that had to have been such a freedom for Da Vinci to do that. It is, Dan, and we as podcasters need to think do it like Da Vinci. Uh, this was his personal notebook. You know, he had no uh, inkling or vision that his 
his notebooks would be such an influence in the future. Maybe he had hoped, but he had no idea that he'd be uh, such an influence. And then I went to a, a museum that had a special uh, you know, display and a, like an installment of Da Vinci's works. Yeah, I can only say that so inspiring. He had quite a lot of uh, topics, like you said in your first podcast about this, anatomy and, and flying inventions and, and, and just and so many different things. He did not stop and edit first. So you got to get it out. you got to think wow first and then edit later. So we're not saying that this project won't be edited or compiled well, but just get your first feet out there and podcast about this theme so we can include you. And so really, Dan, the second reason to do this is just to see where it goes. I mean, I'm sure the founder of Wikipedia had some criticism at first when you built this framework for people to just kind of make their own dictionary or encyclopedia type uh, entry. You know, it's like, where would this lead us? It's not, it's not regulated by Merriam-Webster and, and, the, and, the, and the people of traditional, you know, encyclopedias. Well, I got to tell you, it changed the world. Dan, have you had an encyclopedia salesman come to your door in the last decade or so? If they have, no. yeah, I'll let you answer. <laughs> Dave, you? Dave, Dave, great point, great question. Uh, back about 20-plus years ago, we it was obligatory. It was a rite of passage to have the Encyclopedia Britannica salesman come to your home and for you to invest four or five hundred dollars, and we we bought them for our three kids, you know, who are, are in their late twenties and thirties now. And yeah, no, I, I'm having flashbacks. Uh, that was that was just what you did, and the world has been totally turned upside down with publishing now. And so the Wikipedia is a great example. So uh, if you want to call this an audio audiopedia kind of a submission process, that may be a good way to think of it. Yeah. And, Dan, I've been laughing at a joke Jimmy Fallon said on The Tonight Show. I've been laughing about this for about a year. He said, well, today's the 10-year anniversary of Google Maps. Or as 10-year-olds would say, Maps. <laughs> right. That's right. So, you know, Dave, I, I'm, I know we both are very inspired by Seth Godin. And one of his books that I just absolutely love is called Poke the Box. I already mentioned a little bit. And he talks about just being like a child and just poking something. Well, how does this work? How does this? Work? Well, I wonder whether, you know, and, and we ha can have a tendency to lose that as adults, especially when you get into mainstream business organizations. Okay, this has to be it. So let, let's apply that to publishing. It's just like, okay, who's your intended audience? What's your goal? This and that. The point is, do you have to always have a perfect intended audience? Now, if you're going to no. get a contract with no, Random don't. House, you probably do. But this, uh, what what this yeah. may this uh, experiment, uh, if you will, or kind of a, a laboratory factory uh, idea, Anchor Voices, we may learn more about the process of kind of uh, crowdsourcing a book, and and especially audio submissions. We may learn more from that process, and learn more about ourselves than you know than having to have a, a specific targeted audience, you know, at the end of it. What do you think? Indeed, Dan. And right before we started to do this actual interview, this kind of discussion about this topic, you reminded me that, you know, when I have written a poem, I have not maybe thought of my intended audience. I just wrote it to be creative. I mean, I've written thousands of poems. And, and Dan, you know, as 
as publishers and authors, we have a site on Facebook and a little Instagram called Author Motivator. And when we can, we try to encourage authors. And, and what better way to get a an author kind of into the the realm of, of being a, in a published work than to maybe be part of a collaboration at first? It's kind of a daunting, intimidating uh, amount to think, oh, I'll write and publish my whole first book. Way easier to think that maybe a submission of yours, a paragraph, a quote, a, a part of a podcast, a one-minute one call-in, or extended interview might be part of a collaboration. It kind of takes a little bit of the intimidation out and uh, gives you ideas how to be part of a project. I mean, can I just say two words, and I'll let you I'll, – I'll, I'll kind of boomerang this back to you, Dr. Dan. I'll just say two words, chicken soup for the – come on, finish this for me. I mean, yeah, me, chicken soup for the soul. And I actually, Dave – Use that as an analogy in one of my uh, audio segments uh, yesterday. And uh, it's a great, great analogy. Uh, Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield, of course, were the co-authors of that. And then they had what are called key contributors in the area of the topic. Now, the, the first book was Chicken Soup for the Soul, but then Chicken Soup for the, for the Teen Soul, Chicken Soup for the NASCAR Soul, Chicken Soup for the Quilting Soul, you know. But they got experts in those areas. And then the third level was people who actually submitted stories, uh, the inspirational stories about that topic. And so if you had, like right now, I would love to say, hey, I had a, a story that was uh, part of a chicken suit for the soul book. That'd be pretty cool to say, you know? And so that that's what you're it kind sure of would. into. Yeah, and then I appreciate the question or the thought about the traditional publishing because it kind of makes you think, like, Okay, think back when Twitter started, which we were early adapters of Twitter, but we just didn't really move it very much the first few years. Then we came back like, man, we should have been moving on this. And I think you're the first to say being a leader, a, a tribe leader, along with other people who give in, uh, call into your show with the tips and hacks about how to do anchor podcasting all the more, is that you guys are first movers and early adapters to a new social community. And can you imagine the first days of Twitter – someone sitting around a coffee uh, break room saying, well, you know, in years to come, the President of the United States is going to address the country and the world by tweeting. <laughs> wow. Okay? That's great. I love You never know how far an idea will go, so you've got to poke the box. So the very fact that this isn't traditional, I'd say that's at least uh, reason 5.5 to do it. Um, and, and the first targeted audience, I will partially answer that, is the anchor community ourselves and the people who, right. uh, you know, I want to re, re-identify something. You said that the people who work on this and are in the anchor community, the PDF of this book is going to be offered free. You're not trying to, uh, you know, sell ads and so forth. I mean, I hope people take this opportunity to introduce their show, to uh, be introduced really as an representative of the Anchor community, but podcasting has been made simple and easy, folks, and Anchor is a leader in this, and we are now in a community. Dan, I took Dan's, uh, I call him Dan, you call him Dr. Dan, podcast challenge. He's been talking about podcasting for years. He's done some podcasts, but Anchor has really brought these tools together. I now have my first three or four dozen podcasts done. It's because of the ease of podcasting, and Dan, it's because of your at least in my life, it's because of your tutorials. And so this is going to catapult the banker community. It has the possibility to. It's what the group decides to do. Just like with Wikipedia, 
And just like with with Twitter and Facebook. I mean, if no one's on Facebook and no one's using a fax machine, it doesn't go anywhere, okay? Someone else has to be on the end of that twine and that can. And I think it's buzzing right now enough to where people are joining in. So I'm really looking forward to seeing these submissions come in for our first audio slash book project. Well, it's all about the community, and it's all about the the personal voices behind each person. And that's why I think the, the, the title Anchor Voices is probably appropriate. And you're right, Anchor is a new startup. It's in the very early stage. And if anything, to answer the question, who's your target audience? Well, first of all, people who are passionate about Anchor who are already in it. And that's called a tribe. There's another pretty good Seth Godin book right there, right? And it's it's actually probably a good strategy to niche down and target a small group tribe. But, you know, part of the heart uh, that I'm excited about this project, I'm just passionate and enthusiastic about Anchor uh, as a platform and how the community has come together. It is so vibrant, so connected, so caring. I see massive potential for Anchor. And so if there's, in a small way, if this book project, Anchor Voices, and with people sharing uh, the the free PDF in uh, just a couple months, and then having it on Amazon, just you know, for perception, a little credibility. Who knows who can find you know who may find it. Uh, if it, in a small way, it can just help promote it. I feel that we're all investing back in Anchor, not maybe monetarily, and they have some good financial investment right now. But we're investing with our ideas, and that could be a nice synergistic effect to help propel Anchor to continue to grow, which I think we would all love to see. That's just an extra possible caveat, Dan. Uh, you know, the as we've talked in great length, the, the Periscope community sprung up, and it kind of, I'm not going to say died, but it surely took a hit with the Facebook uh, uh, live video casting. And so we don't know the future of, of Anchor, but we're rooting them on as an entity and an app. Uh, meanwhile, yes, it's all about voices and giving people a voice. And, uh, no, this is not traditional uh, a process because what maybe some of the listeners may not realize is it's easier to publish a book now than uh, it was in the past, okay? There's the great uh, autobiography, Dan, uh, about Frank Baum, uh, who, who wrote The Wizard of Oz. It's called The Dreamer of Oz. You turned me on to that movie. And, Dan, he, he had to fight tooth and nail to get that amazing book published, okay, so it's his lifelong dream. We can just start podcasting and talking, and our words can be transcribed and become a book. It doesn't have to be a long book. It can be a short book if you ever do your own project. The point is, is there's a, it's almost like a stigma about publishing, and it, there's a clear playing field now, much like the clear playing fields where podcasters are, in a way, competing with traditional radio talk show hosts of our traditional past. Well, Dave, you're absolutely right. And the printing-on-demand aspect that's available now, uh, and without going into too much history, we can always share this later, but you and I uh, published our first self-published book over 20 years ago, and we had to order, you know, like 5,000 copies, had to get our own ISBN. It it was an investment, uh, and uh, we later got picked up by a publisher, and we had a series of books, and we've self-published many more beyond that. The fact that now you can 
just upload a PDF file or a Microsoft Word file directly to Amazon and have it for sale for free, Dave, free, zero, nada. It is the most exciting time to be alive in world history regarding publishing. Can you imagine Gutenberg if he, I mean, okay, what would what would Da Vinci do? What would Gutenberg do right now if he knew, like, it's just like, you know, we, we need to wake up every morning and just triple pinch ourselves to say, oh, my gosh, we have an opportunity to pub- publish, you know, in all these forms, and it's essentially for free for the most part, right? Yeah, well, I will just uh, close out here, Dan, by just kind of giving an example from our own family. Our grandfather, Arlie, was a columnist in southern in, in the south uh, in Alabama newspapers. He was syndicated within a few Alabama papers. I know he tried for years to get nationally syndicated. He had a, uh, you know, Dan, a column called Living the Day. He wrote it for 30 years, and he wrote over 13,000 columns. And we are trying to digitize that and uh, for a family heirloom and for anyone else who wants to read those great columns he had because they were kind of uh, evergreen material, although he used some history. He was really kind of like an Ann Landers inspiring thing, For in case you're curious. All that to say is he would have probably liked the Amazon publishing, you know, direct publishing. He would have liked podcasting. He did sermons on the radio on Sundays. He would be in the anchor community. So we'll dedicate this part of this interview to him because, yeah, people throughout history would have loved to have the multiplication factor possibility in a broadcast, in a, in a PDF, in a picture post on Instagram, whatever it be, you know, you put something out there, you never know who's going to hear it because of the world in which we live today. The the technology is something we can leverage. And so when we plant the seed and technology or God or your friend or your multiplies that seed in a way that is unsurpassed and unmatched in history. So if anything, one reason why to try to publish or to podcast is because you have the opportunity better than anyone in history before you. And that alone is very inspiring. Wow. Uh, amazing to think about that. And, you know, I think in honor of our grandfather, Arlie, Dave, we have a heart to really encourage uh, authors and motivate them. Like you mentioned, we have a Facebook group, uh, Author Motivator, that anyone can join. Also, Instagram. But, Dave, I'm just going to call it right now. I think we we probably need to start, not probably, we will start a podcast channel on Anchor called Author Motivator uh, because we, we, you know, that's just something that we enjoy and we, and we love love the topic. So I think we should do that while we're doing this Anchor Voices. Are you with me, bro? You, you bet. And uh, what better way to kind of ramp things up is to try to get some people involved with a collaborative effort didn't wake up maybe yesterday thinking they would be part of a book, let alone uh, maybe do their own uh, months from now when they develop their own goals. Uh, and, and, you know, Dan, one of the books, you know, I, I have a goal to write 100 books, as you know. They're not all going to be these big, hairy bestsellers, although it'd be nice. One one book I have in mind is just the silly songs I've made for my kids, like a family songbook just for my kids. 
But it's going to be perfect now, and they can get it on Amazon, and someone else can order it if they want. And so there's a whole realm of whether it be a family project, like you can publish privately, that you can share publicly. But the reason can be a private reason. The reason can be I'm doing this for this group, this tribe. And so, Dan, you mentioned moments ago, lost over it, but I definitely want to say that Seth Godin has written this book called Tribe. It's really about a group of people ready to not necessarily be led, but to be together in their common ground. And then the Anchor community is a tribe, and we appreciate your leadership in it. And uh, we'll see where this takes us. But all this to say, if you've been listening this long, don't hesitate to contribute your time and your ideas towards this and to try to collaborate with us because it will be a, a fun project, poking the box, and it will be a worthwhile project of community. Very good, David. And I'll just uh, remind people they can always call in to the Anchor Talk Station and just say Anchor Voices and then just say whatever you want. Uh, also, we have a Facebook group called Anchor Voices. And right now, anchorvoices.com goes to that Facebook group. We'll, we may have a landing page that goes to some other things, too, in, in the near future uh, where people can even uh, participate with an email list. Uh, but for right now, it goes to there. So join us. Let's work together. Uh, this is going to be fun, Dave. It already is, bro. And so uh, thanks for uh, letting me be on your show. After you've talked to 14 people around the world, it's great to have be on your show. Thanks for inspiring me to do my podcast, Surge Up with Dave Davidson. And, Dan, we look forward to more updates about this project, especially over the next two months. We want to be able to go to Thanksgiving and if people are fighting at the uh, dinner table, say, hey, 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 here's my, I'm part of this new book, or here's this link. So, Dan, you've got to bring <laughs> peace to the country. Awesome, Dave. Uh, let's stay anchored, my friend and brother. All right, bro. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, rock on and surge up from Dave Davidson in Iowa, taking my girls to family camp. And... Where else can you uh, podcast? I'm on the road. I don't know what you're on. You're probably on the pot, but uh, you can defend yourself. But uh, it's a great world to podcast. Yes, it is. Hey, we're, we're talking on the phone, and we're using the interview feature with Anchor, and this will be recorded. We can add it to the station. I'll go out to podcast land. It's an amazing lit world we live in with unlimited publishing opportunities, and we're all taking advantage of them. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dan.